the podcast you are about to hear contains tales of murder, mayhem, news, and nonsense. Welcome back to Tidings and Transgressions. My name's James, your host as always, joined by the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, my wife Kate. Hello everyone. This is episode five. It's also Halloween weekend. Super exciting. So I hope she's got something scary for us. Um, something spooky? I have a Halloween murder. Ooh, murder today. All right. Um, any other news before we get started on the murder? I think, I think you should go first today. Oh, I've got news. Oh, okay. Triple digit downloads. Oh, uh, what's up, everybody? We broke the century mark. 105. Which doesn't sound like a lot to everybody. But it sounds like a lot to us. Yeah, feels like like way more than I ever thought. Yeah. That's about equal to the friends I have on Facebook. <laughs> I don't even have a Facebook. I actually have more friends than on Facebook, but do people even use Facebook? It's like a birthday reminder. Right? It's, that's really all it is. It's just a giant calendar for like, hey, here's people you forgot to talk to or decided not to talk to anymore, and it's their birthday today. Send out a quick HBD, don't even bother typing out the words, and hit send. Yay! Let them know that someone they don't care about also doesn't care about them, but is being polite. Aw, that's nice. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. This is what you've contributed to the world. Thanks for that. That's what happens when you're a mole person wearing human skin. Ew. That was instantly disgusting. He's a creepy guy. He just, he seems really, like, anti-human. Yeah, he's like a lizard person or a robot or something. Yeah, there's something weird there. I feel like if they made a new Men in Black, they should just use him. Oh. And not even any alien inside of him. Just be like, no, that's just what the that's aliens the look like. That's the guy. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited this week. I feel like it's Halloween. I was a little sad because everything kind of snuck up on us and we weren't able to do our big annual Halloween party, which is normally like a big to-do for us, big to-do for the family. But, yeah, you know, I think the just, kids are disappointed because we don't have a haunted house ready. I know, I know. Well, I mean, they did go full spirit Halloween store on our front lawn, though. So at least there's that. They got to enjoy that. I mean, maybe we can whip something up today for them. Okay, we can try that. We'll see. We'll see what we can do. But yeah, um, anyway, Mama, Mama ha- Nina got the You kids. can't say their name. Why can't I say Mama Nina? I mean, okay, do, do you. Maybe I bleep it out, maybe I don't. Ugh. Mama Nina got the kids some cake stuff, and the house smells glorious this morning. By cake stuff, she means mix. Yeah. Well, because cake stuff could be candles, could be frosting. Okay, sorry. Well, could she be decorations. Did get them anyway, she got them things to make a cake, and Addie made a cake this morning, and the house smells like fall deliciousness, and that made me really happy and put me in like a fall spirit. You know, I don't like the cold weather, so that's not a thing for me, but the smells of fall make me happy. All right. Well, I mean, I'm glad it's apple and not pumpkin. What's wrong with pumpkin? I, I'm not a big fan of pumpkin, I guess. I don't know. Okay, fair enough. Like pumpkin spice, everything Ugh. is basically gross. Yeah, I don't think I've ever ever even tried a pumpkin spice anything, but I like the smell of it. All right, well, you know. I think it's the cinnamon. Agree to disagree. Okay, anyway. Are we ready to get started? Yeah, I'm waiting on you. I was just oh, well, filling space. Here I was, just trying to have a conversation with you, and you're coming off very hostile today. Not hostile at all. Let's let's hear about this murder. You murder. Have. Okay, it's time for murder. Okay, so here we are. 
We set the scene. It's Grand Forks, North Dakota, 2007. Joel Loveling and his fiancée, Heather, were prepping for a fun night out. They got into their costumes to go celebrate a little Halloween. Oh, actually a Halloween story. It nice. is actually a Halloween story. We're festive. So they got dressed up, um, and like more so her than him. She dressed as a mechanic, um, and he just kind of threw on his favorite hockey jersey, and he was like, look, I'm a hockey fan. I hate people to do that for a Halloween costume. It's more offensive than not wearing a costume, Yeah, in my opinion. Just, just... It's like, oh, I wore all this stuff and I put a word on it. It's like, just don't bother then, because like, it's insulting. It's insulting to those who... It's insulting to everyone. Really if you go, if you're gonna, If you're going to get a costume, get a costume. If you're not, don't. But don't like, oh, I'm not doing a costume, so I just did this. Yeah. Like, it's just a shitty costume, and you're an asshole. So James really, really likes Halloween. He gets all in. I think it might be one of his favorite holidays. Halloween's fantastic. Halloween is fantastic. And I don't understand adults are like, well, I'm not dressing up. Oh, it's so fun to dress up. And it's like, oh, cool. You're that guy. I will totally admit that... Or non-binary person. Thank you for being inclusive. So woke on this Halloween. You You are very inclusive there, and I really like that. Okay, so... James normally leads the pack for the family on picking Halloween costumes. Like, he's the one that gets the kids, like, amped up. And he, if we're going to do a couple's costume, is like, I'm going to be this. So you should be this. And I mean, we've had some killer Halloween costumes in the past. We have. I was Fat Thor. Fat Thor was epic. Fat Thor was epic. I think everybody loved Fat Thor. I got to just walk around with a beer in my hand all day cursing Thanos. Yeah. Like, Nailed it. Yeah. Um, he went as J.J. Watt one year, which was pretty fabulous because James actually does kind of look like J.J. Watt. Like a shorter version, but yeah. 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 I mean, well, like, not many people are as tall as J.J. Watt. That's fair. Yeah. It's like that lady in that Mexican restaurant that was like, oh my God, has anyone ever told you you look like J.J. Watt? And yeah, and then proceeded like, to like molest your shoulders. And I was like, wow, I'm sitting right here. This is awkward. Yeah. Anyway. Anyways, back to what was his name? Doug Jolly? What? The guy, the murderer? That wasn't even close. Something jolly, Stan? (laughs) No. What's his name? Joel Loveline. Joel Lovely. Loveline. Loveline? Lean. Like lean against the wall. What? Lean like skinny. Yeah. Okay. But Joel Loveline? Yes. That's unfortunate. Okay. Anyway. So he and his fiance, Heather, they get into their costumes or costume-ish, costume attempt, whatever. He's a hockey fan. She's a mechanic. They are going to meet up some friends at the Broken Drum. Okay. Okay. Well, there's about a million people who are going to the Broken Drum because there's a party bus that is in the midst of a a pub crawl and um, they're, you know, stopping at all these places in North Dakota, which did you know that North Dakota has like the most bars per person in the United States, like for like their population. Well, because if you live in North Dakota, there's probably not shit to do. So you get I've drunk. never been to North Dakota. I can't say that there's like a whole lot of like tourist attractions that are really drawing me there. But if you're from North Dakota, let us know because I can't think it. of a thing, single thing. Okay. All right. Well, well, I almost said Mount Rushmore, but I think that's South Dakota. I don't, I don't know. Geography is not my thing. I'm not even going to pretend. So anyways. Okay. Short story. So. North Dakota drinks all the time. Yeah. So there are. She almost came through the ceiling again. It's like she knows we're recording. She, I'm pretty sure she does. So anyway, so they're on this party bus. There's an estimated 325 jello shots that were made for this party bus that had been consumed by this point. 
So there's some <laughs> some things that are really just love in life. So Joel and his fiance, they're in their 30s. So they're a little bit older, but you know, you know how it is in your 20s. You're raring to go. Yeah. You know? It's just a little bit different. Um, so Joel is enjoying a rare cigar, playing a little blackjack at this bar. Um, he gets a call and he's like, I got to step outside. I'll be right back. Steps outside, takes his call, comes back in, goes to, up to his fiance. And he's like, hey, so there was somebody like, it looks like they were left behind by the bus. Like, I'm kind of worried about them. They seem kind of drunk. I'm going to go back outside and check on him. Just make sure they don't need any help. So she, you know, gives her a kiss, heads back outside. Um, and then just a couple minutes later, somebody comes running into the bar being like, call 911. There's somebody outside that needs help. So Heather like assumes that it's, you know, the person that Joel had gone to help, right? Because that would make sense. Like yeah. he, he was said he was worried about the guy. So she heads out the back door to, to see what's going on. You know, there's bouncers and, you know, bar staff and whatever. Kind of like they flood into the parking lot to see what the deal is. Somebody calls 911. Um, and as she steps outside and goes around the car, she sees that it is not, in fact, just a random person. She does not know that her fiance is helping. It is Joel that is on the ground in a pool of blood. Um, and oh, so, shit. yeah, he was ambushed. So they call 911. They rush him to the hospital. Um, he actually ends up at the hospital that he worked at. He worked in IT. Um, doing like systems analytics work um, and he ends up being pronounced dead. He does not make it. Um, he was so badly beaten that the coroner would later report that like as she was doing her examination, she could hear the bones in his face like crunching against Ooh. each other. Like it was bad, really bad. Um, and his cause of death, he had actually drowned in his own blood. That's awful. Isn't that terrible? Like, no good deed goes unpunished. Horrific, horrific beating, right? And like to make it even sadder, he actually had a daughter from a previous marriage. She was 15 years old um, and she was going to be making her confirmation the next day. Isn't that sad? That's awful. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So the the cops are kind of in a frenzy. Like this is not a good situation to be in. Well, one, like it, you know, it's not normally like super easy to investigate a crime, but like this well, is I mean, really... like who who called him? Wouldn't that be your first step? Nobody. Oh, who called him on the phone? You mean? Yeah, to, to lure him outside. Oh well, he he wasn't. He had finished his call and come back inside and told his fiance while I was outside on my call there was somebody that was there who got abandoned. Oh, okay. It was like he went Sorry, out I, and I in thought, and out. Sorry, I thought you were saying somebody called and said, "Hey, I've been abandoned by my party bus. Come help me." Oh no, no, no! Somebody, somebody called. He went outside, took the phone call, and while he was outside, he observed this person who may need assistance, and then came back inside, told his fiance, and then went back out. So he okay. went out, in, out. Got it. Okay. So this is, it's going to be kind of chaotic, even to try and tell the story. So I can't imagine trying to investigate it. You've got a bunch of super drunk people there everybody's in costume and there's a party bus that has apparently already left the scene so because they've gone on to their next their next bar their next bar so there's potential witnesses that are now gone so they interview the people that are like you know it's like 80 people that are still left at the bar and so they start interviewing and trying to piece together 
what had happened, um, who was at the broken drum before, um, and who might have been seen with Joel. And so they come up with a list of potential people to interview. You want to hear this potential list of people to well, interview? Well, you would think bars would have cameras outside, right? And you know what? Shockingly, because normally when we tell these stories, it's like the cameras weren't working or they were fake cameras or whatever. They do actually have video footage inside the bar and you can, you can they kind of piece together a timeline from Okay. So, so the witness list consists of like... The witness list consists of a penguin, the Joker... A clown, a cowboy, a gangster, a construction worker, a lion, a hunter, and everybody's drunk. Well, that doesn't help at all. No. So they, you know, like hop right into action and they find out that the party bus, the next bar they were going to was going to be in downtown. So they start, they immediately go downtown to track down this party bus, right? So the first person that they find on their list of suspects or potential witnesses is the I clown. Uh, I was hoping it was the penguin. <laughs> I don't know why, but an adult in a penguin costume always makes me kind of laugh. Right? Shouldn't laugh at murder. Murderous penguins, but sorry. The clown. <laughs> well, yeah, because like it, when you think of like murderous animals, a penguin's not something that's going to like... No. And my immediate thought line. is like... If his face was so broken that bones were floating around, like the construction worker stuck, stood out to me because maybe, <laughs> maybe he had a prop. Maybe, you know, maybe he was walking around with a sledgehammer. James loves, loves a good prop. I don't think his costume ever doesn't have a prop. It kind of sells the whole thing, right? Like yeah, it, yeah. But sometimes I've got to like take it away from you by the end of that because you're swinging those things around. <laughs> never hard enough to break bones in anybody's face. That's correct. Never, Just... never have I ever <laughs> broken the bones in someone's face. No. So, no. so they interview okay, the so, clown. So they so they walk up on this clown and they find him and he's like crying and his hands are kind of shaking. And the cops will write in the report like suspicious clown, right? You know, like the tears all of the all clown. All clowns are suspicious, but yes. Yeah, I know. You know me and clowns. Heebie-jeebies. Okay. So he says like, yeah, no, I'm crying. I got in a fight with my girlfriend. Like I'm super upset about that, blah, blah, blah. He then, he gets kind of like defensive and asks for a lawyer. And they're like, okay, you could, you could just go. Like you're just, you're a little drunk right now. Like you can just go. Um, then they come up upon the cowboy. Cowboy instantly becomes super aggressive. So aggressive that they have to put him in handcuffs. Like he's not under arrest, but just like, let's just like, you know, put your hands behind your back because you're a little wily right now. Um, he gives a fake name, a fake birthday, and then specifically asks, did the guy who died, was he wearing a green shirt with the initials UND on it? Um, and yeah, that's the... Uh, University the, of North Dakota? Correct. That is the hockey jersey that Joel was wearing. Oh. So... Mad suspicious. Um, he wasn't under arrest either. They had really just put those handcuffs on because he was becoming like overly aggressive. They take the handcuffs off and are like, yeah, you, you can go. Okay. I'm like questioning this police work, but. Okay. So hold up. Well, right? yeah, I'm, I'm sure you'll. They say they invited everybody back the next day um, because everybody was just, it was, they were like just too drunk. Like nobody, it was just. Chaos. Yeah. So they, you know, whatever. So they come back the next day. They're much more cooperative. Everybody's, you know, let's figure out what happened. Um, And they report that there was a fight, ironically, between a hunter and, quote, a guy in a yellow costume. The yellow costume ends up being a lion. 
Okay. Okay. Must have been a pretty poor costume if they were, didn't. Were well, so you you know how it is when you're at a bar and like your yeah. costume may have seemed great at the beginning of the night, and by the time like things get going, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there, yeah, there was, um, the, yeah, it it most of the costume had come off, and if you look at the bar footage, like he's really just in a yellow sweatshirt by the end of the night. Also, the fact that a hunter and a lion were fighting. Yeah, that's of, why I started to yeah. giggle. I mean, it's not funny, but it's kind of funny. So, um. They end up letting the hunter back on the bus, but not the guy in the yellow. They were like, no, you, you have to stay. Now, I there's kind of got like mixed reports on who was who had coordinated this party bus. If it was like a, you know, a group of friends and they, you know, all went in on it together. If it was like you could pay for tickets to this party bus okay. or whatever. I couldn't get good details, but I think that they mostly all knew each other. So there may have been some other stuff going on there. So, um, the cowboy reports, I last saw the hockey fan, um, talking to the guy in the yellow sweatshirt. So they, you know, you've got multiple people now saying like, okay, yellow sweatshirt guys fighting with the hunter. Cowboy's like, yeah, I last saw him talking to the guy in the yellow sweatshirt. So the lion's getting, you know, a lot of things. The clown comes back in as well. And he was like... I wasn't fighting with my girlfriend. He's like, I was having flashbacks because a while back I had been attacked outside of a bar and I was thinking, whoa, that could have been me. Oh my gosh. Um, So they all saw somebody beat the tar out of this guy. So he is saying that he was having the flashback when he was told this guy was, right? So all of it's a little funky, right? So... Even for drunk people in costume outside of a bar, I feel like you don't have flashbacks from someone saying, oh, this guy got beat. Like. This is a little weird. This is a little weird. Yeah. Okay. So. It's what I expect from clowns. Also, waking up uh, the next day with a massive hangover and just like struggling hard um, is a man named Travis Stay. Now, Travis is a nursing student, and he wakes up and is like, what the bleep happened last night? Like, oh my God, right? Um, A friend calls him, and he's like, hey, yo, um, so the cops are looking for a guy in a yellow sweatshirt? Um, And so Travis is like, whoa, I was in a yellow sweatshirt. I was dressed as a lion. I was at that bar, like, whatever. So he marches his booty right down to the station. It's like, yo. I'm yellow sweatshirt guy. I'm, I'm the, the lion. guy. I'm yeah. the lion. Hear <laughs> exactly. me roar. He doesn't show up with an attorney, nothing. He's just, he goes in there and is like, I'm ready to, sh-. you know, you're looking for me out here. Like, let's chat, man. Let's okay. chat. Let's do this. I mean, he seems to be the first costume witness that so far that's like. Oh, you need something? I'm here. Let's well, help. Let's figure this out. Yeah, let's figure this out. So Travis has a black eye. And the I don't know if that makes like, him more or less suspicious. The black eye? Well, no, the fact that he voluntarily that he just showed walked up. In yeah. yeah, I don't know. You'll have to wait and see. And so will you, listeners. <laughs> so Travis has a black eye, and the cops are like, huh, what uh, what happened to your face, man? And he's like, oh, I got punched out by a hunter. Like, this, the guy dressed as a hunter, he, like, clocked me, and I went down, like, hard. I don't really remember anything between when I got cold clocked to the face mm-hmm. and coming to in a cab hours later. Right. And they're like, oh, so funny that you don't remember any of that time because, um, you know, somebody was murdered. Somebody was murdered. So they're like, well, 
where's your costume? And he's like, oh, well, it, when I got home or woke up this morning, it was covered in blood, so I threw it out. Like, I had blood all over my face, you know, like. This guy's either, like, completely innocent or the worst criminal ever. <laughs> so then the cops are like, hey, um, those shoes you got on, is that blood on them? And he's like, huh, might be. These are the shoes I was wearing last night. And they're like, can we, uh, can we take those? And he's like, yeah, sure. They're like, hey, can we get your DNA? He's like, yeah, sure. He's a hundred percent cooperating, not like not even not even a little bit. A little He's bit. like, they're like, uh, can we search your apartment? Like, we don't have a search warrant, but like, you mind if we just check it out? And he's like, no, man, go on in. And they find the bloody sweatshirt that he threw out. Like, it wasn't like he was like, oh, here's he wasn't random trying to hide anything. He, yeah, like he just literally like was like, oh, here's my kitchen trash. Let me just like pop it in there, right? Okay. So, um, they. They take pictures of him, you know, his eye, his hands have, you know, a little bit of scratching on them or whatever. Uh, And he's like, yeah, no, I, you know, like I can't remember anything, but like I did not have anything to do with this. So you guys can have whatever you want. My shoes, my DNA, look at my apartment, like whatever you guys want. Like, I know I didn't do this. And they were like, okay, that's cool. Um, You know, other than the fact that like you don't remember anything of like when it was happening, but like, that's fine. So they let him go and they test everything okay right and so the sweat they test the sweatshirt and the sweatshirt comes back and it has um travis's the lion's dna on it but it also has joel's blood on it so travis gets arrested yeah i guess that i mean that seems right everybody kind of saw that coming okay so um they go to court um, the cowboy whose name... Well, so, so at that point, they stopped interviewing everybody else and they were like, this yeah, is they, the Yeah, they were like, no, this this is the guy. We got our guy. This is the guy. There's no... Nobody else gets... Uh, nobody's DNA is taken. Nobody's uh, costume is collected. No further interviews or anything like that. Put a bow on it. It's done. Yeah. Tie this line up with a bow and he is ready to go. So the cowboy, um, whose real name is Bryce... Um, reports that he sees the hockey fan talking to the guy in yellow, right? That's what he says. Um, They did use bar surveillance to kind of set up the timeline and say, you know, like, okay, you see um, the, you know, you see when Joel goes outside and, you know, these are the people you can see who he was talking to and then you see him go outside and whatever, right? Um. They say that they interview the people on the party bus and the party bus is like, no, you know, everybody, you know, no one came onto the bus looking like they had been in a fight. Um, And the bus was definitely gone before he was found. Right. And so the bus had to have been gone before the murder occurred because, you know, like there's there's nothing. Yeah, like a bus, know, full of pe- a bus full of people, people would have report that. seeing that, right? Um, they say, you know, the clown, the construction worker, um, you know, all the all the fun characters that we've got going on. It sounds on. like the start they're, of a bad joke. Right? They're all on the bus. But you know what's funny is because the hunter's on the bus. And the hunter had definitely been in a fight because he's the one that put, punched Travis out. So just the fact well, that the people Travis on the bus... Travis was the lion. Travis is the lion. Travis is the lion. Love lean. Loveline is the guy who... Jewel. Okay, Joel. sorry. Yeah. I know. It's really confusing. Do you want me to use their names or their characters? No, I think I got it now. Okay. I just, for, the audi- for the audience at home, Travis, a.k.a. The Lion. Yes. Joel, a.k.a. Murdered. Yes. Hockey Jersey. Correct. 
And cowboy is just cowboy. Cowboy is and hunter is just hunter. Hunter is just hunter. Okay. Now I'll give you their names, but we'll. That's okay. I'm just trying to. Yeah. So the hunter had gotten in a fight with the lion, and but then people irony abound, right? Yeah. And then but people on the party bus are like, yeah, no, nobody, nobody looked like they had been fighting, but this guy had definitely gotten a fight. Gotten a fight, right? So suspect immediately. But anyway, um, so Travis at some point walks away from the bar because he is not there at the scene when the cops get there. So some point... some point, the lion flees. The lion leaves, right? Um, he walks away at the bar. There are reports that they find later that um, a gentleman who was out um, getting something off of his driveway or out of his car or whatever um, came upon the lion in his driveway. Oh, that's terrifying. Someone upon a lion in your driveway. <laughs> The lion takes a swing, totally misses the guy. The guy is like, get out of here, like goes inside to like get a bat. Um, but when he comes back outside, the lion's gone, right? Okay. So we know that, that the lion, aka Travis, at one point had taken a swing at somebody, totally whiffed it. The hunter reports that, yeah, I punched him out. He tried to take a swing at me. He missed me. And so I, I hit him and he went down. Right? Okay. Okay. So, um, then at some point he, he stops with the lion, stops walking. He gets into a cab and the cab driver reports like he had to ask him several times, where, like, where am I going? Like, where do you need me to take you? Like, what's, you know, whatever. And he was, he seemed, he was very distracted when he would ask questions. It took him a long time to respond or multiple times that he had to ask before this guy was giving him anything. But anyway, he does end up taking um, Travis home. So the prosecution, you know, brings forth their case, right? Yeah, like we've got this guy. He's covered in um, Joel's blood. He, you know, he was obviously very aggressive, taking swings at multiple people, whatever. He can't remember the time period of when Joel was murdered. Um, His bloody paw was left at the, he had paws that went with his costume um, and there was, the, Paul was found at the crime scene. It's actually kind of funny because one of the, I watched a Dateline episode and the police originally thought it was the penguin's foot. Like, that's how bad this costume was. It was like, it looked like it could, they Some were thinking homespun. it was, yeah, they thought it was like a bird's foot and then they were like, when they, when Travis came in was like, oh yeah, I had paws and he was describing the paws, they were like, oh, not a bird's foot, it's actually a paw. So the paw had been left at the crime scene. So they're like, this guy, definitely the guy, right? You have somebody come forth and they're like, oh yeah, Travis, or yeah, Travis, every time he drinks, he, you know, is, you know, totally turns into this other person. So like he whatever. like blacks out drunk and turns into an actual lion. Of a yeah. Game. Yeah. And so, um, then, you know, they, they, so they weave their tail, right? Okay. Um, then the defense kind of comes up, right? Because I feel like there's going to be a curveball here somewhere because it it feels very straightforward so far. Yeah. So he he gets, uh, the defense comes up and they say um, that actually what more likely had happened was that Joel, whose nature is to protect people, um, just like he had told the... Oh, maybe he got in the middle of the hunter and the lion? Correct. It's a bad place to be, generally speaking. So there's a couple things to follow this up with, right? So he, you know, and and it's 
obvious that, you know, Joel's personality is somebody that he's going to step in, right? He went into the to the bar after his call and said to his fiance, hey, I got to go back outside. I'm worried about this guy. Like, I'm just going to make sure he's okay. So he steps back outside. You know what I mean? Like, this is not somebody who's just going to ignore something like that if he sees yeah, trouble to be, about. Trying to be a good human being. and Exactly. So the other thing that's kind of odd is Travis is... It, there, I had mixed reports. Some reports said that he was 5'7". Some said that he was 5'9". He was 160 pounds. He's not a big dude. Like, not a big dude. Um, maybe Joel, he was wiry. Maybe he was wiry. Joel is over 6'4 and 260. Like, he's okay. solid. Yeah. Like, he's a solid dude. So, the, so that hockey jersey was probably, like, game-worn. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that... Um, when the they have the reports of how exactly Joel was five, injured, five seven one sixty is not is not going to take down six four two twenty to death with his fists or his it, paws exactly with his paws. Oh my god! So he yeah, I mean, and the way that he died, he had no defensive wounds, so he must have been taken down and then his face literally like smashed in pulverized pulverized yeah and he he drowned on his own blood like there's and there's no defensive wounds like there's not a, a single instance that i can imagine a 57 or 59 160 taken down a 64 and there's not going to be any defensive well, wounds well i mean unless there was like a giant wound in the back of his head no it was all cuz he could have got him with that sucker punch <laughs> maybe yeah. It's a good We've punch if you We've have to if you it. have to throw a punch throw the sucker punch yeah maybe there's a crow hop in there you know I mean, you never know you just saying, know. is this is he the cowardly lion or is he? No, no, you know. Not. So anyway, so so that alone is is raising questions of like, how would this logistically have even gone down? Now they say, okay, well he had spray of blood on him, right? Which you know the prosecution the is saying, did. lion did yes. The prosecution is saying, oh, that's from. You know, like the fight, whereas the defense is saying, no, if if he actually leaned over to help Joel and Joel, who is choking on blood, coughed, it is more likely the spray from a cough of blood. Okay. I, I was imagining Joel in between the lion and the hunter and getting like clocked in the face and like, like slow-mo fight movie stuff, you know, when yeah. you get hit in the face and like blood comes shooting out. Yeah. But okay. Yeah. So Either way, I'm on board. Right? So, and remember, I had said, hey, there, um, the cops had taken pictures of his hand and his eye because he was injured, right? So a defense witness gets on the stand and says, if the person who had beaten Joel to death would have, like, gnarly looking hands, and there's, like, a couple, like, scratches like even on the palm of his hand that I don't really quite sounds like a fall yeah it doesn't like the the injuries on his hand are not those you don't see like bruised knuckles you don't see busted open knuckles they don't look like somebody who had been in a fight they look like somebody who is like drunk and stumbling (laughs) you know what I mean so and the other thing that they bring up is um the fact that the timeline that the prosecution brings forward based on that video surveillance actually doesn't quite line up the way that they're telling it. They say, yeah, you can tell everybody's gone, the, the bus is gone, um, 
Joel, you know, when you see Joel go outside, the bus is already gone. Well, that's not accurate because you see Joel walk outside and in the very corner of the screen, you can see the clown's rainbow hair at the bar. So, I mean, could have been more than one clown. It, it was the same. It was the same clown. It was, okay. it was the same clown, but good. I just, call. usually I attack the prosecutor for doing like shoddy. Yeah. Or the cops doing like shoddy police work. So yeah. I'm trying to be neutral. That's oh, all. Because my immediate assumption is like, as soon as they found something that fit their narrative, they're like, that's got to be the guy. Let's stop looking. Call it a day. Yeah. Which is probably what happened. <laughs> so there's a couple other things that happen while the defense is, you know, making their case. Um, the clown actually reversed his story and said, I, I wasn't crying. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I wasn't crying. Um, and he actually, they play a clip of the um, original, um, I don't want to call it question, but like interview with the clown where he's like, yeah, things got out of hand that night. Like I mean, it sounds like they got a dead body. Yeah. Um, that's pretty friggin' out of hand. Then the defense gets up and, you know, talks to the cowboy. And the cowboy's like, yeah, I actually totally lied to the police. Um, and uh, I did. Um, he had said that he hadn't seen a fight between the hunter and the lion. And he said that, yeah, actually, I did see the fight between the hunter and the lion. Okay, so they were like circling the wagons to protect the hunter and then realized just how serious it was. And now they're like, yeah, I'm not trying to go to jail for this guy. We might be boys, but yeah, so not that good of friends. So now there is no, no, let me, let me just get to this part, right? So anyway, they, they go out, you know, the defense rests. They're, they're basically, their case is Joel stepped in to help and defend the lion when these multiple individuals, two of whom end up being brothers. So let me actually go back to the characters right here. So you've got the clown who's John. That is the brother of the construction worker, Josh. The cowboy is Bryce. The gangster is Mitchell. And the hunter is James. And they're all (gasps) friends. The hunter is James? The hunter is James. Besmirching my good name. <laughs> so you've got two brothers and then a group of friends. And the thought is the hunter kind of... James. James may have been getting into it with the, the lion. lion. The lion took the swing and then everybody went out. Joel tried to step in, but then you have this group who's against them. And yeah, he's 6'4", but he can't fight off like five people at no, once. No, you, you lose that one. Yeah. So that's that's where the defense is coming from, right? Okay, that sounds plausible. Okay. So they jury goes out, they deliberate for five hours, and they come back not guilty. Okay, thank you. Okay. So after this, evidence is actually destroyed after the trial. What? So there's And here I was the- gonna not talk about shoddy police work, and here they come. Just ruining me trying to be neutral. <laughs> so they actually, so there's kind of like mixing. Well, especially if you get a not guilty verdict from the, what the cops were saying was, no, we know that they, just because he came back not guilty doesn't mean he didn't do it. It just means that he was found not guilty. But we think that's the guy. So we're done investigating this case and we can well, get yeah, rid of the Because not stuff. guilty and innocent are not the same They're thing. They're not the same thing, right? So in, in 
the other side of things, so Joel's parents, his mom and his stepfather actually don't quite agree on what they think happened. The mom says that she thinks that Travis did do it, but that he is he was way too drunk to remember. She thinks that when he says he didn't do it, he on, that's what he honestly believes because he was, he was way, time traveling. Yeah, exactly. The stepdad is like, no, nah, he did not do that. There is no way this wiry guy took out Joel by himself. There's just no way. He's like, I think the people at that party and on that party bus know exactly what happened and they're not talking. And the fiance agrees. She says that she thinks, she thinks that, yeah, you know, Travis may have done it, but that there's definitely things that are not coming out in the story that there's, there's witnesses out there that just, you know, whatever. So Travis, who was at, in nursing school when all this went down, um, he actually left nursing school after he was found not guilty. Um, he ended up going to law school. He is now a practicing attorney and works um, in the public defender's office, helping um, those who he feels may be going through the same thing um, that he experienced where they were just kind of presumed guilty. That's really good. I mean, I, I don't know if it like supports the he's not the murderer thing but like if you're a murderer do you, does the guilt drive you to do it or is it like hey i got put in a really shitty situation yeah. and i would hate i don't ever want to see anybody else do that yeah so i mean i guess 50 50 yeah in the thanks date- for no opinion james <laughs> in the dateline episode he did come out and publicly apologize to the family i'm um, saying that he was sorry for being a part of the equation that night because if what his defense team put forward was actually the case and joel was trying to defend him um you know he does feel bad for the part that he played he says you know i drank way too much i was completely irresponsible um and if joel had to step in because he felt like he needed to help me like it is partially my fault that you know, he, he died and, and I'm very sorry for that. So yeah, that's some guilt you're going to have to carry with. He probably doesn't drink right? anymore. Yeah, no, I don't I'd imagine know. he's sober. Yeah. Well, and that's the other thing. So that, and I forgot to mention that, that, you know, the, the friends that came out that were like, oh yeah, he's a totally different person had no actual hard evidence of that. Um, they couldn't provide any, like even anecdotal stories of incidents that had happened in the past. And Joel was like, actually, I, I didn't drink often. He's like, and that's why that night was so bad because I had been partaking. Like 300 the, jello shots. Yeah. And he's like, and I, which those I are dangerous. Yeah. Cause it tastes so good. It's actually just vodka. <laughs> it's actually, it's actually just vodka. So that is the story, um, of the lion, Witch in the wardrobe. No, just kidding. That's so, the story so of nobody, they never found. No. And there's, there's no, they don't have any, any evidence. So that's the thing. Like some oh, people were man, asking, I like, hate it when it doesn't get resolved. Right. right? Because yeah, it's sad. Well, I mean, I don't imagine that whoever the person was that did it was like murderous intent. Yeah. Right? I mean. Like, are they going to be out there murdering like a million other people? Like, no, I don't think so. No, I think the chances of that are pretty low. They're not like a serial killer. Yeah. But also, like. You did you, the crime. You did kill somebody. Yeah. Which, I don't know then, right? Because, oh, I hate these. I hate these ones where it's like a. Like a moral conundrum. Dilemma. Conundrum. Ooh, good word. Because if you were out with your friends and you guys were all drinking and one, you're being a dickhead picking on the cowardly lion who's like five foot seven, 150 pounds. And I don't know what size the hunter and the, the rest of the gang were, but like somebody, not somebody, stuff, somebody steps in to, to yeah. stop it. And then all of a sudden, you know, here come the boys 
and you guys like mud stomp his face into into dust. Yeah, I mean it was brutal, like horrific. Like you you go to jail for that. Yeah. Whether you thought that was happening or not. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I'm not okay with that. I don't like this ending. I'm sorry. Let's go find these motherfuckers. All right, let's do it. I thought the penguin was gonna have a bigger part. Nah, kind of he was he actually. Because you was said really you let just... off with the penguin, and I was like, ooh, a penguin costume. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, he was actually just like casually chatting with him while he was playing back blackjack, but it came up because he was talking with him a good part of the night, and you can see it on video camera. That's why he was a part of the story. Talking with Joel. Yeah. Man, huh? Yeah, crazy, right? Well. That's if, our Halloween if you're, story. Yeah, if you're going out tonight, have, trick or treating. Yeah. Well, I guess Halloween parties are probably last night because today's Sunday. Well, so, yeah, right? I well, mean, if but, you're out there tying one on on Sunday night, also be careful. <laughs> or Monday night. <laughs> the kids are totally lobbying for, like, a school holiday to be able to trick or treat late at night. I'm like, but, how late yeah. are you? Well, because everybody else is going to shut down. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm sorry, but if you're ringing my doorbell after, like, 9 p.m., like, you are not be ready. Candy. You're not getting any candy. No. Any candy that's left at nine, which like the past few years, there has not been any candy well, left. Because the last ones always get like the mad dump of candy. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get 10. You get 20. Which Addie made out like a bandit at that trunk or treat at the school. Mm-hmm. She got loaded down. I'm still, I'm still, oh, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm going to backtrack here. Oh, okay. Here we I go. I just, like, as I'm thinking about this. I feel like everyone in that story is somewhat of a victim. Yeah. Whether it's just their own drunken stupidity or, you know, the the mob mentality. No, because... no. If you fall victim to mob, mob blah, 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 blah. Samana, samana. <laughs> if How you, now, brown cow? How now, yeah, brown you... cow? If you fall victim to mob mentality well go here's the thing well i'm gonna say this like be a better person do better (laughs) well joel's six foot four 250 right yeah like he's a big guy so if the hunters like fought like the same size as the lion yeah and they're squaring up and this ginormous human being comes in there and is about now all of a sudden the tables have turned and if it was like your friend there and you're like oh this six foot four hockey guy is about to fucking hammer my buddy's face in yeah, you're gonna then, step then in and try and protect then they're, them. They're now like Joel was with the lion, right? Like it just escalates. Yeah, but I think that there's also a point like one, don't beat someone's face in. Well, cr- uh, right. I'm not saying I'm, I'm. I'm not. No, no one's advocating. Yeah. Oh, that's the other thing that death. I. I'm just like trying to figure out like how they got sucked into it, right? Yeah. Because I've got a good story for you. You want to hear an anecdotal version of this? Yes. No costumes involved. Okay. Unfortunately. Oh God. Okay. Um, Here we go. <laughs> well, no. So, um, let's see. Who was there with me? There's like six or seven of us out at a pool hall. Um, when I was in the Marines. Okay. It's like the week we got back from Iraq. Oh, okay. Right. And so we're out there celebrating being alive. Uh, yeah. My friends there. His older brother and his older sister are also there. Okay. So there's like seven. Doesn't matter. You guys don't know them anyways. But uh, seven or eight of the Marines <laughs> that are there with me. There is a gathering. <laughs> right. Sizable group. Yeah. And it's a pool hall we always used to go to. Like there was a picture of us above the Ice House tap. Aww. Because we were poor. So Ice House was cheap. <laughs> um, but as we were leaving, and bear with me on this because we're walking outside and a car pulls up and it's two or three black guys. And my friend's 
sister, who's like white, blonde hair, they start hollering at her like, hey, what up, girl? This, that, and the other thing. Well, my fucking asshole racist friend responds back, fires off the N-bomb at him. Oh, that right? is not, not okay. okay. So those guys put it in park. Oh, yeah. And get out. Well, there's like eight of us and two of them. Yeah. And they're willing to fight. Um, so like my is it bad my that I'm like let him get his ass beat. Well, my spidey <laughs> sense immediately goes off because yeah. if two people aren't afraid to fight eight people, there's a reason. Yeah. Right? Like For sure. So pushing and shoving starts and then one of the guys that was in the car all of a sudden pulls out a butterfly knife. Oh. Right? Yeah. And now the 2 on 8 starts to make more sense. Time to start stabbing. Oh my god. And so one of my friends is in between the racist asshole and the black guy. Yeah. And the black guy pulls out the knife and he reaches back to stab him. <gasps> and I grab my buddy and I kind of try to pull him out of the way. Yeah. But he gets stabbed in the side, like right in the ribs. <gasps> yeah. Right. So while this is going on, so he's on the ground now bleeding. The guy that made the racist comment pops the trunk on his car and grabs... A tire iron. Oh, jeez. And it's all in this parking lot outside of this pool hall. And, like, we've been back in country for, like, two days. Oh, my God. And if you knew me in my younger days, I was <laughs> I was usually the one escalating stuff. And at this point, I'm trying to break everything up. And so my one friend is holding a shirt against the guy with the stab wound. Well, yeah, because... Right, staunch the bleeding. We know combat first aid. Very familiar for us at this point. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to separate two other people, the other guy that was in the car and one of my friends. Yeah. And my friend doesn't know who it is, turns, punches me in the face. Oh my God. <laughs> so chaos is ensuing. It's just getting wild, Worse. right? Yeah. The, the sister's now been rushed back inside with, by one of the other guys. Yeah. And then finally the cops show up. Oh God. And it was like, oh, thank goodness the police are here. Yeah. And so we've all been drinking, right? Uh-oh. And these other two... Two that showed up just just showed up there. Yeah. Right? So the cops show up. The one guy throws the tire iron under a car. (laughs) The other guy throws his knife somewhere. Oh, my God. Everything's fine. I've got a guy on the ground bleeding who's trying to put, like, a dip in. This is, like, Copenhagen all over his face, and he's drunken and bleeding. Wait, what? I'll tell you who it was afterwards. You you can guess. It'll make sense after that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, what is wrong with you people? (laughs) Right? That's what I'm saying. I'm like, what the fuck, guys? Like, we just survived Iraq. How the fuck are we going to get somebody killed in North Carolina? Like, that seems like... In the parking lot of a pool hall. Yeah. Oh, my God. So the cops show up, and surprising to everyone, I was relatively sober. (laughs) Um, it, it's a mystery to us all. <laughs> it is. And so I'm trying to explain what happened. And I'm like, yeah, this guy said, you know, fires off the N-word of these guys. These yeah. guys get out of the car. Yeah. They get in each other's faces. This guy gets in the middle. All of a sudden, I see this guy pull a knife. I yell, hey, he's got a knife. He turns, takes the knife in the ribs instead yeah. of the stomach. Thank goodness. Well, yeah. His bones there. Uh, stopped the blade. Didn't go through the ribs. Oh, good. Which was good because I would have punctured along. Right, yeah. Um. So he's on the ground bleeding. Someone's giving him first aid. And then these other two guys are like, we don't have a knife. What are you talking about? <laughs> and there's like a stab wound in his side, right? How did that happen? Well, but the cops can't find the knife. Oh, my God. So they take their information, release them, let yeah. them leave. Yeah. And we all get pulled down to the station. Okay. So now we're in a room. There's 
eight of us, nine of us. And I'm guessing the guy went to the hospital with the sad one, though, right? He's not at the station. Um, correct. Okay, good. <laughs> See at the station? No, he went directly to the hospital. Okay. Do excellent. not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. Yeah, Straight let's let's get you know. So actual anyway, so right, so then they're trying to write statements. And like all my friends are just—it's just sheer chaos. Shitty drunk. Oh yeah. Trying to remember what happened, and I'm like, "Listen, guys, just shut this, up." This—this is what I recall. This is the yeah. order of events, right? So, yeah. so everybody makes their statements. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The next day, I go to, or when I leave there, it's like three in the morning, four and whatever it is. Yeah. I get over to the hospital, check on my other buddy. Oh my god. And he's like, "Oh fuck, my side, right?" <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, no shit, dude." Yeah, yeah, you got stabbed. <laughs> but like to bring it back to full circle, right? When they went to court. They couldn't have. They couldn't find the knife. Yeah. You had nothing but drunken eyewitnesses. Statements, yeah. And he got found not guilty. And it was okay. just like, like yeah, he, no one got beat to death, but like very easily could have died. Could have gone that way. Right? Somebody could have died for sure. It was just like pure and utter stupidity, but like follies of youth and whatnot, and uh, follies of youth sometimes the the words that come out of your mouth, I'm just like, who are you? <laughs> What's, how's that saying go? Um, is it good decisions come from good experience? Good experience comes from bad decisions? Something like that? You know I'm talking okay, about? just, I sometimes wish this, this podcast was visual so that way, like, you could see the look on my face right now. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, we were young and stupid, right? Like, yeah, yeah. And so... When I when I'm hearing this this story, right, like I can easily see how, yeah, somebody getting in the middle of something and then other people getting in the middle of it escalates. It's es- it ends up escalating and then. But also, it's like very tragic. If you are the person that kills somebody, like go to jail. You're a murderer. Yeah. Even if you didn't do it on purpose. Do not pass go. Even if you didn't do it on purpose. Yeah. Like, if you took a life, you're wrong. Yeah. Like. For sure. For so, sure. But it, just, it felt, felt felt very relevant to what you were talking yeah, about. Because no, like, it, like yeah. kind of experience that I got punched in the face. The only, only hit I took was from my own friend. <laughs> which was like, what the fuck? Did he apologize? Uh, he goes, dude, I hit you? I don't even remember doing that. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, you punched me straight in the face. <laughs> you guys are wild. You well, guys the, are the wild. Best, maybe not the best part. I don't know. I don't know if there's the best part. But we're at the hospital checking on our friend. So... Three of us, three or four of us went back over there in the morning. Yeah. And my platoon sergeant shows up. Oh, no. Essentially, and he didn't like me anyways because I'm a smart ass. Is he the one that you left the ducks for? Yeah, same oh, guy. Oh, no. But anyways. Um, we'll tell that story another time. He shows up and he starts immediately yelling at me. <laughs> hasn't asked any questions, walks in the room. It's just immediately your And fault. he's like, what the fuck? He's like, we've been back here for fucking two days. I fucking know you did this, da 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 like, like knee deep in my ass. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there completely stunned and i was like um with all due respect staff sergeant i was trying to break it up i was sober and he's like there is no fucking way on god's green earth you didn't fucking do this you didn't do you like you were the one that stabbed this, him well, like, I, I got him stabbed right and then all my other buddies were like uh actually staff sergeant, staff sergeant full disclosure like it wasn't him he was he was literally trying to break it up he didn't hit anybody and the only hit he took was from us <laughs> And I, I and I sat there even more angry. And I sat there waiting for my apology. Yeah, no, you're not gonna smug look on my face. No. And I think he goes, Yeah, well fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jamesy. Yeah. What are we gonna do with you? Well, you know, I mean that's that's what I say, right? Like that's when you were telling the story, I was like, uh, mixed feelings about this because yeah. I could see how it could happen. For sure. 
But also, like... Don't kill anybody. Don't kill anybody. And, and also, don't yell out racist slurs at people. Oh, my God. What is freaking wrong with people? Yeah. Don't be stupid. Because he was trying to hit on your sister? Like, like come on, you, man. No, no. There's never a good time for that. No. There is no... There is no... Ever a justification for that. Ever. No. Anyway. But so, yeah. So, that's the, the tale of the Cowardly Lion and... James... James the Hunter? Yeah. Way to make our... Way to besmirch my good name. I, I will apologize. repeat that. Um, so next time I will try to make sure that I don't pick anybody. No, it's okay. James <laughs> James can go either way. I bet you his friends called him Jim, though. I bet. I bet. You know? That's what I'm going to tell myself. For sure. For sure. Okay. So, so what? Tidings. I've got good news for you. Oh my God. Yes. Let's hear it. Well, I don't know if it's good news. It's relative news. Okay. Let me hear it. Let me hear it. Uh, Nancy Pelosi's husband, Paul, attacked at his home, hit in the face with a hammer. Oh my Which feels Lord. relevant because the story you told, the guy's face was pulverized. Okay, so... <laughs> no? I love that you started that. I've got good news for you. <laughs> okay, I'm sorry. I've got a good <laughs> amount of news for you. Okay, okay. <laughs> I mean... It's really like, tough to find good news. I know, Not all people report good well, news. Well, because nobody gets excited about good news. I mean, okay, let's I, be honest. Let me, see, let me do this. Ready? Okay. And... I wrote my news down before I even knew the story. And the fact that it all weaves together. Let me hear it. I'm ready serendipitous. for it. You know what? That's like when the the tarot lady said that our souls are entwined. We're just so in tune. Our auras, they just mi- mingle and dance. Somehow I feel like this makes me feel like less of a man to the audience. I don't know why. Okay. Well, you But our you. souls are entwined. <laughs> um, good news. Okay. Let me hear it. Britain has a new prime minister. Yay. The first prime minister of color. Yay. Yeah. That's exciting. Rishi Sunak has okay. taken over as Britain's new prime minister. Okay. So how does that happen? Do we know? Like, is it like, oh, like the vice president and he just like steps in or is no, it like I think there's a like different a, process? Like a parliamentary election maybe oh, or something. Cool. cool. Okay. I believe. I'm not, I'm not hundred percent sure. Okay. Well, that's could okay. Could be, could be way wrong. But either but, way, that's exciting. Yeah. I like that news. So that's Kudos good. Kudos for that news. Way to go, England. Yeah. Somebody stepped out. up and like his first speech was like, hey, my main priority is... Fixing the economy. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Do it. So we're going to move from that... Okay. To... Well, I said Paul Pelosi got attacked. Yeah, that was wild. Which is crazy. That he was, is wild. So I was reading the account of it. He was at the house being like, where's Nancy? Where's Nancy? Oh my God. Yeah. And then the cops showed up. And when the cops showed up, he grabbed the hammer and hit him in the face. <gasps> Wait. So the cops are there and he hit... Paul. Paul then yes oh my god that's so I don't know if he was just wild. like holding him waiting for Nancy or whatever and then the cops showed up and just grabbed a hammer and decided hammer time you know like, I, yeah I've been I have not read anything in the story it's only been like the headlines that have been popping up on like my news alerts and stuff and one of them popped up and said that the suspect is a radical nudist and I don't even know what that means in California that could go either way like, right radical <laughs> um, probably he not, just hangs though. out on the beach Naked. Uh, imagine if he crashes house naked. <laughs> That's terrifying. From well, there's holding a, there's, a hammer. There's like... an intruder, and he's not wearing clothes. And he has um, a hammer. But hey, good job on the police showing up. Yeah. Got the cust- got, got, got the, the guy, guy in custody. Guy. Yeah. I don't know what they're gonna do with Paul's face to reconstruct it or whatever, but like you, apparently it wasn't know, great. Like, what status he's in? Well, yeah. I mean, a hammer to the face. Like nobody. I mean, do no that. one's in a great status nobody's after that. Um, but moving from there. Okay. Kanye West. Kanye, what is you doing? Okay, so Kanye West making anti-Semitic comments, like like 
bad, bad shit. Like, what the hell, man? Like, I don't know what happened to his brain. Yeah. But, like, dude, you need to, you need to take a time out. Yeah. Like, a hard time out. Yeah. So, good news about Kanye West being a piece of shit <laughs> is... He lost $2 billion worth of net worth in a day. Well, yeah, because like all the in sponsors dropped him, right? Yeah, Adidas dropped him. He walked into the Skechers office unannounced, just showed up. And they were like, yeah, buddy, you gets to go. We're not going to carry your shoes. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So like, I don't even feel bad for him. Like, yeah. I like seeing I people mean, that are pieces of shit get their comeuppance. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I know that there's like a lot of mental health issues there, bipolar, whatnot, um, for sure, we want him to get help, but like, I don't feel like those kind of thoughts and comments come out of nowhere. Like, yeah, no, that like, that's like, just not okay. He like, probably so, actually believes so, like, that. Yeah, well, and that's what I'm saying. Like, bro, like, his like comment, get help, but like, also like get intelligence. Like, don't don't be stupid. And I can't remember the exact comment, but instead of saying like Defcon, he said like Deathcon three about being Jews or something. Oh, like, what are you what? doing, dude? Like. No, fuck off. it's not okay. Fuck off, Yeezy. Oh, I don't like it. Hey, Kanye, if you're listening Which to this, also, like, fuck you, like, Lime. <laughs> like, but like also those shoes, like, ew. Like they're not even cute. I don't get it. Does that make me old? I just don't get it. I don't it. know. I don't understand fashion, but. Whoa, um, that's sad. I know. Thank you, pandemic, for leaving me inside for two years. <laughs> what do you mean? It's not gym shorts he and tank top. He's wearing a, a sleeveless cutoff sweatshirt. He's like rocking a Bill Belichick right now. <laughs> Um, I'm going to make this kind of quick on the rest of it because I feel like we went long today. Ooh, sorry. That's okay. Um, but like Kanye West doesn't exist in a vacuum because over in Europe, yeah. like far right, like fascist type governments are gaining steam. Ooh. So there was like a big, like 4,000 people went to like uh, Mussolini's grave to celebrate in Italy. And like, he's a bad guy. Always a bad guy. Like World War II bad guy. I don't like I don't like it. that. Nope, nobody likes um, that. And then Kanye West has said, yeah. Paul Pelosi beat, yeah. Jerry Lee Lewis yeah. died. Oh. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. That's sad. Yeah, at least he lived a good life, though. Will they still have, like, the Jerry's Kids thing, you think? You think they'll still do that? I don't know, like the NBA telethon? Yeah. That's a Not thing. really sure. Right? That's still I, d- I don't know. Right? I don't know. Um, look. But yeah, NBA is a great organization. Yeah. Supports kids with... Muscular dystrophy. Let's, let's put that in the show notes this time. Let's let's put a way support to... Support the MDA? Yeah, well, and like a way to donate. Okay, I think that's good. Mm-hmm. Um, somewhat related, Elon Musk officially bought Twitter. Whoa, that, that... Him showing up with a sink, I was like, what is happening? I didn't understand the joke, and then they're like, it's, let, it's, it let it sink, sink in. Let this sink in. Yeah, I don't know. It was kind of like, weird, but I was like, what are you doing? Okay, man, like, I guess you're not a comedian, so we'll allow it. I mean, he's a weird dude. He's a he weird is. dude. But the, the relevance, at least where it ties in is yeah. that he wants Twitter to be a space where people are free to express all opinions. Yes. And so in recent years, Twitter kind of cracked down on a lot of like political speech, yeah. hate speech, etc. Yeah. And some of which I agree with, some of which I don't. I think, yeah. I think I feel if like you, it's if you, well, well, here's the thing, right? If you've got your set of ideas that the rest of the world thinks are completely batshit crazy. Yeah. And you won't have you're not in a space where anybody can con- contradict you. Yeah. Then you're just like in an echo chamber talking to other people with the same stupid ideas. Like absolutely. So like let them try and say whatever they want, and if you disagree, tell them you disagree. I think I think that's that's how. Um, but I that's think- how democracy is supposed to work. That's how free speech is supposed to work. You're supposed yeah. to be able to have people with all sorts of various opinions that you can then counter to try to you know put some light on the ignorance, regardless of politically what side or, or what the argument is, versus like. 
everyone being censored about it because I think people are too sensitive nowadays. And my point, all I'm going to say is this, right? Like if someone says some racist shit, yeah, then you should be out there if you're not a racist and gosh, I hope you are telling them like, Hey, what are you talking about? That's some stupid racist shit. Yeah. Like you're ignorant. Call them out for it. Yeah, exactly. But also don't stand up for them in a bar parking lot. <laughs> yeah, um, it all ties but together. yeah, right. So that ties together. Um, and then the last three things, I'll be quick. Okay. When we talked about them before, mortgage rates <gasps> hit another all time high, 7.1% now. Don't so like it. economy, watch out. But in other economic news, oil companies, yeah, record profits. For sure. Exxon, last quarter, $19.6 billion. Oh my God. That's like a, the GDP of, like I don't know. A bunch of countries. A bunch of countries put together. That is wild. And then the other thing, so gas, still up. Yeah. Still costing a lot. Diesel. Swoosh. Diesel shortage. But then Russia recently came out and they, suspe- <laughs> they suspended the Ukrainian grain deal. So there was a really? there was a NATO agreement to allow grain shipments to go through the Black Sea. Yeah. And the grain from Ukraine basically feeds everybody. Africa and Asia. Yeah. Like it, like a huge amount of it. That's where it goes. Yeah. And so Russia's now saying no. <gasps> oh, like nope, you can't you can't take it through there if you do we'll attack you. So like what the long reaching effects of that are going to be? Not good. Not good. That's going to be wild. Yeah, so just keep your eyes on that. I think, I, I mean, I, I think inflation is going to be here for a while. Yeah. Depending on who you listen to for, as an economist, you know, they're saying recession, depression type numbers mm. throughout 2023 before the world bounces back. Oof. And I mean, again, I don't know how you fix it, but this is like when COVID happened and they shut everything down and started pumping the money into everything, like yeah. they made... The cure worse than the disease mm. because you got all sorts of other problems coming with it. Mm. But if you don't like it, go on Twitter, talk about it. You're free to speak about it now. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that's my news today. It was kind of all like over it. the place. I tried I to put not. something positive in there. I think the, the new British Prime Minister, I think that's great news. I think that's great news. I, hope, that's I great. hope he does well. We wish you the best, Prime Minister, Prime Minister Sunak. Sunak? I hope I'm pronouncing it right. If I'm not, somebody email me and correct me. Yikes. I don't um, know. You know. You know I'm not really Yeah, I do names. my best. And is there anything else? Oh, you know what? Nobody's emailed us yet. Come on, Even guys. just just email me anything, something. Uh, we got something. Our inbox popped up with a little number bubble, and I got so excited. And then it was an ad from Spotify. Depressing. Um, but yeah, so tidingsandtransgressions at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram. Yeah. And I think that's it for episode five. I hope you guys enjoyed us i don't want to say enjoy the story right because like somebody murdered and didn't get caught um (laughs) but it's you know it's always interesting to hear these things that happen and know that it's not always isolated incidents and you know be better right learn learn from other people's stupidity if you're out drinking with your friends and there's a fight breaking out don't jump in pull your friend out you you always have choices yeah be safe yeah be safe out there happy halloween happy if you're an adult in a costume actually make it a costume don't don't do the minimal effort own that shit yeah, either don't do it or do it right. I mean, you don't have to have Hollywood makeup, but don't draw like a yellow line down your shirt and be like, I'm a road. You know, <laughs> like, fuck you. No, you're not. You're a party pooper. <laughs> um, anyways, yeah. Happy Halloween. Be safe trick-or-treating. Um, Kate, you got anything? No, I think that's it. TNT, out.
Bye.